0: You're listening to Selfish the Podcast. This is the place where we make much ado about you. I'm your host, Allie Martin. Thanks for joining me. This episode, I interviewed the ladies that inspired me to start this podcast, Megan Terry and Rachel Webb. They are the hosts of the Megan and Rachel show and have a great message to send to ladies out there. When I moved my sister back home from Texas last fall, we listened to their episodes the entire trip home and laughed until our bellies ached. I hope you will enjoy listening as much as I enjoyed making.
1: Thanks so much for having us. Oh my gosh, that's such a to hear. We feel good about you and about ourselves. <laughs> this is a love fest. We like it.
0: So, Megan, let's start with you. You had written a very successful blog for several years and are still writing it. Tell us about that. Yeah, so when I started having
2: babies, I felt like a lone island, Um, and motherhood just felt extremely lonely for me, and I didn't have a lot of people um, that I came in contact with every day. And so I started writing a blog just for some sort of, connection with other moms Um, and it didn't necessarily start out that way. It just started out because I kind of felt like motherhood was mind numbing and I needed something to do that was apart from that. And then it turned into a way to connect with other women and, and just branch from there.
0: And Rachel, for you, your husband Lee has a podcast and you're occasionally on that show. So was that what started the podcasting bug for you?
1: Really what kicked all of this off is on Lee's podcast, I was going to do a session and interview Megan, just like one episode, so we came on and we talked about Megan's adoption from the Congo, and we talked about a lot of ways that she has stepped outside of her comfort zone and her family, and noticed that the conversation kept uh, going in different directions, that we were having so much fun, but it wasn't necessarily the whole original purpose of the show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then a, a couple months later, we were having dinner. We were Our d- families were having dinner, and we started to do the same thing. Because, you know, like women, and men probably do this to some extent, we get off on tangents, and especially when we're with our girlfriends. And we were talking about the most random things. I mean, things I would probably be embarrassed to say. Oh, gosh. <laughs> on <yeah>. the Internet, <laughs> just normal things you talk to your girlfriends about, like getting older and motherhood and, you know, life. And we said, you know what? We had so much fun with our podcast. Really, I said, Megan, I, I'm going to bribe you. Come on and do a podcast with me. Who knows what could happen? If it flops, then, you know, we'll still love each other. We'll be really embarrassed. <laughs> we kind of just started from there. We really, Allie, had no clue what we were doing. The technical side, we had no clue what was. Megan, I mean, you talk about we started out wanting to do all these heavy issues. Right. Well, Rachel and I both in, in previous lifetimes
2: wanted to both be journalists. And so we thought we'd do this podcast of, like, hard-hitting issues uh, that were affecting women, and then we realized that was not very much fun. And, you know, (laughs) I think we're both at a point in our lives where we've really busy lives, and the goal kind of felt like, you know what, we want something that's going to be fun and life-giving for us right now, and the alternative seemed draining. And so we just completely switched gears, but it's so strange because... When Rachel asked me to, to do a podcast, to come be on Lee's podcast as a guest, I had never listened to a podcast ever in my whole life. That's and awesome. so within a couple of months, we
1: had our own podcast. <laughs> and now we're junkies, Allie. We are podcast junkies. Me That's too. why selfishly, we are excited about
0: Fish podcast. Yes. <laughs> well, you all really yeah. inspired my love of podcast too. I mean, because I had not really dived into the world. And, you know, I started seeing your all's promos. So, jumped into the app that, of course, everyone has on their phone. But I feel like more people need to explore it. And once once I was on there, then you get addicted and you start adding other ones. And slowly, you now wait for that minute that they're released each week so that you can get caught up on on that show. So um, I totally understand where you're coming from there. Yeah, it's really fun. It's just like a, a neat whole other alternate universe
2: <laughs> to live in. And I don't know, personally, I get really pumped about other women having podcasts because Rachel and I talk a lot about how it seems to still be very um, man heavy in mm-hmm. content <laughs> and who actually is putting out podcasts because there's this whole tech side. So it's really exciting to also see, um, you know, just women doing the, their own tech and, and delving into that world. It's, it's really empowering and fun to watch other people do it as well.
0: So kind of diving into that world, what did you all look to achieve? I mean, was were there goals that you set or was there, you know, anything you thought, Okay, we're going to work towards that. I mean, now you all have weekly sponsors and are in your second season. So, you know, tell me where where your expectations were and if they were met or exceeded.
2: Uh, well, Allie, let's just be honest.
0: Our whole
2: um, goal here is world <laughs> domination. <laughs>
1: I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. It was, <laughs> no, really. <laughs>
2: We want to be Oprah and Gail, and we might fight over who's going to be Oprah and who's going to be
1: (laughs) Gail. I don't know.
2: Um, I I think our goals shift a lot. We started out with very low expectations.
1: Just basically, we want to connect with women who might not have friends to sit around the living room with or the dinner table or even catch up with on the phone. And we want women to not have to be in that lonely place, like Megan was talking about. And a lot of times in motherhood or just in life, as women, we can get disconnected. And we need we need those conversations. So we started out like that. And then we realized somewhere along season one that we also had to be about the business, Sally. Because <laughs> when you're doing something that takes such a large investment of your time and also finances, you have to really think about both. And I think that's sometimes difficult Fortunately, I think we complement each other well, and our husbands are both businessmen. And so they have really encouraged us in that way to be strategic. Right, Right.
2: and to treat this like a business. And that was a big leap for both of us to start to say, okay, maybe this is going to shift from something that we're just doing for fun to something that will add value to our family.
0: Sure.
2: Uh, And so that, that is something that we're still you know, striving towards. And I think that as we go further, that our goals may shift again. But for right now, it's really exciting to, like, look at this as a legitimate business.
0: Now, was there anything that you all were afraid of? I mean, Rachel mentioned, you know, other than being embarrassed, I mean, you didn't really have anything to lose. You just wanted to get out there and try it. But when you really did get into it, and you and you decided you were going to stick with this, what were you afraid of? I think one of the things at first we were
1: wondering, what are we going to want to talk about that people are going to want to listen to? Because we have so much fun together. (laughs) We have a really good time. And so we thought we're going to run out of topics at some point, you know, you can only talk about crazy people on Facebook so much or how much your kids poop on your floor. Like you can only do those (laughs) things so many times. And so I think that was something we were concerned about. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing that Matt and I did early on that I think helped is we sat down and talked about where we stand on about a million issues. And, you know, everyone's so divided right now in our country. You, you only have to go online for two seconds to see how vicious things have gotten. We laid out all those controversial topics. Some we agreed on, some we did not. Um, and I think that was part of our process, too, because when you start something, sometimes you're afraid of the unknown, um, and going into business and in partnership together, we, we know each other so well at this point, and we kind of embrace those differences.
2: Yeah, that's really important, too. And I think uh, a continuing fear going forward is if this should get bigger than it is now, we often talk about what that's going to look like. Because for a while, it's really fun to build something, and people are all behind it. But at some point, you tip the balance where people are ready to, to take you down a peg. You know what I mean? Sure, <laughs> Only okay with success to a certain point. And so we keep wondering okay, if we can continue to have some success, at what point do we cross that threshold where people are going to be ready the haters. to tear us down? Yeah. The haters, especially that we're on an online space. And um,
1: so that that's. <laughs> we're prepared for it, Allie. We kind of like every week now we're getting to that point where like someone is just going to lambast us yeah. pretty soon here. <laughs> <And> th-
2: thankfully, <laughs> we've been able to ward it off, but we know it's coming. And I think we. Both tend to take stuff like that very personal. We're both people pleasery type people, and um, you know that's coming though, and that's that's a part of
0: of being someone on an online space. I think you know you've made it when that happens. We keep
1: trying to tell ourselves that, just <laughs> like prepare mentally, because we're probably going to cry for four days.
0: I mean, isn't it like a compliment? You know, if people are talking about you, that means that they want to imitate you. You know, that you just take it take it in a positive way whenever that does happen.
2: I tell my thirteen year
0: old that, but I'm not sure I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it only works for so long, right? <laughs> So, what has been the biggest surprise, or maybe you all would say challenge, in having the show? It's a lot of work. A whole, like, we, I thought we were going to be, like, one of the Kardashians,
1: and just show up and sound so cool, and it would be so glamorous, and people would think we were so funny. Like, maybe two hours tops a week. Right. And
2: to put out a a show every week, and, and do the sponsorship, and maintain our website, we're spending about 15 hours a week on our show right now, which is not anything I think either one of us really expected um, to happen. And so I think it's kind of hard to try to balance that, that we are both, you know, in that season of life where we're seven babies. Kids.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. seven babies. Not together kids. separately. We have separate. <laughs> we <now. laughs> have to clarify when we tell people we have seven kids. People always think we have seven kids together. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, nope, we love each other, but not like that. <laughs> But, yeah, I think just trying to figure out where the balance is. Like, for example, right now
2: we come in on Sundays and we record our show, and that's time away from our children. Um, And, you know, thankfully we have spouses that are encouraging us to go out and pursue this dream of ours right now while while they hold down the fort and, and stuff. But it's just trying to balance things that we didn't necessarily anticipate having to balance.
0: Well, I think your listeners would all agree that we're very grateful that you all do take that time out because um, you all are hilarious. And, I mean, we view you all as the Kardashians. So just because you don't doesn't mean that,
1: <laughs> Wait, that you which, aren't in ours. Bitch, that's what we really need to know. <laughs> Allie, we need to know the truth about this, and this could potentially be a painful answer. I'm preparing myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not
0: answering that question. There's, I have my favorites, but that doesn't mean that they're your favorites. that's yep
1: it's very personal decision
0: (laughs) I just want to be Chloe (laughs) okay okay, we can go with that okay (laughs) I'll take Courtney so we're good (laughs) those are two of my favorites so there you go that's perfect Good. (laughs) okay so you all had two episodes recently about moms of the 21st century which was hilarious and you also talked about moms you hate Um, it was really about revealing the standards that women lived by years ago in being the perfect housewife and comparing that somewhat to today in the sense of being the perfect mom. How annoying those perfect moms are, but you all kind of continue that trend throughout the show in the sense of admitting that you're far from perfect in different areas of your lives and making fun of that. Tell us what led you to send this message to listeners. I think for me, it started on my blog and I found that people's me too's meant
2: a lot. Like, for example, when I would say sometimes I feel really lonely or sometimes it's hard for me to uh, fight off the depression when you're raising little kids and feeling like you're pulled in a million different directions. And so I think sometimes when we are vulnerable and connect with those deep parts of our hearts, other people respond to it. And so I think from the beginning, Rachel and I really wanted to say you know what, we don't want to put out this show where we act like we're perfect because people can sniff that out. And we <laughs> obviously are sometimes really crappy moms. Uh, and people, possibly. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so I think just being honest and putting that out there just sets the expectation for our listeners that says, hey, you know what, you might not be the very best mom, but you are doing awesome. And so I think that was just who we wanted to listen to the show. And so... We wanted
1: to put that part of ourselves out. Yeah, there. you know, like that old saying: like if you if you totally fake it, sure you're going to attract people, but they may not be the type of people you want to hang out with, mm-hmm. with anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so we like to attract dysfunctional people who, you know, are going to be around for the long haul. We, you know, when you put up a facade, especially with social media, you can only fake it for so long. It's exhausting. So we just already exhausted enough to our plate,
0: right? <laughs> Well, and I think even from my perspective of not being a mom, the topics that you all touch on are, you're so genuine in the sense that, you know, they may be fears that I have in starting a family, but hearing you all say, you know, yes, this happens and it's going to be okay. And you can, you know, talk about it with your girlfriends and everybody deals with that issue. You know, and you, you work past it. I think that's what's even refreshing for a whole audience that you may not have even intended in um, attracting. Well, when we talk about being selfish on this show, it comes down to the fact of, you know, taking time for yourself. You have to do that in order to be your best for everyone else. So how are you all selfish?
1: Both of us are in the thick of not just motherhood, but just life. And upcoming weekend, we're actually going to out of Austin, Texas, And have some exciting things going on there, some meetings and conversations. And so we're going to be gone, what, like four or five days? Yeah. Yeah, I think you get to a point where, you know, you can't do it all. But I think it's so important that we we have ambitions and things that we're passionate about. And we pursue those. Hopefully we have people around us, our husbands, are very supportive. A lot of people listening to your show may not have that support, which sucks. Right. And makes it more difficult. But I think that would be the big thing. Like know what what the thing is that gets you out of bed and makes you excited and do it.
2: You know what's so interesting, though? I think just in the season of life we're in, I was worried about investing into something like this that was separate from my children. And one of the most amazing things, has been how proud my kids listen to the show because, uh, you know, it's not always child friendly. But, like, a few times we've gotten on the iTunes top charts, and my kids are dancing around the kitchen happy. <laughs> so I think it's amazing for them to see their moms go out and pursue something. It kind of gives them permission, especially my daughters. Um, To just say, you know what, I can I can have a family, but that doesn't mean that's all I can have. I can go out and have both, and you might not be both at the same time. Um, I think that's kind of something that that people gloss over. They're like, you can have it all, and maybe you can, but I'm not the kind of person that can have it all. When I have something, something else suffers, and so I think it's just showing our children, hey, we can pursue this like crazy right now, and have them be proud of that.
0: So. I have to ask, is there anything that you all wish you could be doing more of?
1: I think a big thing that we're seeing as far as the show is video content. Most of the places you look, platforms, whether it's a business or something uh, more organic like what we're doing, everyone is attracted to video right now. And video is is kind of an area that I think we want to move more into um, but it's tricky to figure out exactly how to do that, the time, and also just the quality of video. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's kind of somewhere where we want to invest more time in the future and we're figuring out how to do right. that. Just
2: building an overall brand. I mean, creating more content that isn't just about our podcast, like Rachel said with the video, but we'd also like to be submitting writing to different
1: places and, and just expanding that kind of content that, that we put out.
0: How do you all balance everything?
1: I think we don't sometimes, if we're being honest, because I think sometimes you hear people and they're like, here's the trick. And I loved what Megan said. It's never going to be perfectly balanced. You know, in life, there's always going to be areas where you make a strategic choice or maybe you just don't make a choice. So it just happens where you're going to invest more. And so um, we're just kind of okay with the fact that it's not going to be perfectly balanced. Yeah, As long as our our babies are good and our husbands are good and and we feel like we're in a good place, our families are, I would say, our number one priority. Right. But at the same time, we feel like they've given us support and permission to pursue the podcast and just being a woman apart from just being a mom or a wife.
2: Yeah, so critical right now, I feel like, to not lose our identities and so many things that, that pull us away. And so I think part of balance for me is just remembering who I am as a person, because at some point, these kids are going to go to college and I'm always (laughs) going to be their mom. But, you know, what am I going to do apart from that? That's going to make me be okay in the long run. Um, And that makes me a better mom today, too, you know, just knowing who I am. And so I think pursuing all these projects like our podcast just
0: solidify for me.
2: You know, just an identity that's apart from my children.
0: So, what is next for the Megan and Rachel show?
2: Oh my gosh! <sighs> Awkward salads. <So> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're in like a vision planning session right now. This is good. This is we really good.
1: pay you a consultant fee after this Allie. <laughs> we, we can do this on a weekly basis if you all need. <laughs> we need a whiteboard.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: That's part of the reason why we're heading Austin for the meetings, but also just for us to have some focused conversation to decide what we really want to see happen because this could go in so many different directions. And I think we have an opportunity to decide if and how we want to try to step on the gas and really uh, take this to the next level. So I, I think we're at that point right now. We're just trying to be smart and strategic about what this is going to look like in the, in the future. This is exciting!
0: <laughs> dun dun dun!
1: Good Morning America, and you know all the all the good things like that. And I'll, I'll be honest, Allie, if we have one goal that is selfish, we want something that we share to go viral at some point. That would be like, which sounds just it sounds very narcissistic, but it, it is. Does. It is
2: nice when you're providing
1: something that people are consuming for for it to be consumed by a lot of people. Like it would be affirmation, like oh, yeah, you know, you're not alone. People agree, you know.
0: Exactly. Well, and I mean, you're just being open and honest about it because I think everybody would love for that to happen. <laughs> but you all put out some great stuff, so there would be no reason why it can't. So it's just waiting for that right moment.
1: <laughs> I think so much of, of, like, whether it's business or life is like what you said, you have to be prepared for when that moment comes. And it's just something a lot of times you can't control. And so us just getting in the right position for, um, for the right things to happen. So it'll be exciting to see how it all unfolds
0: even in the next year. Well, I'm, I'm giddy as a listener to, to be uh, on the lookout for those changes. And uh, like I said, if anybody can do it, it's you too. So keep it up, ladies. You both are a joy to listen to each week and appreciate your openness and your honesty. So thank you for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having us. Allie, you rock. We are excited to be super big fans and listeners to your show. So right back at you. Can't wait.
0: Visit TheMeganAndRachelShow.com to catch up on these ladies. You've been listening to Selfish. You can find show notes on SelfishThePodcast.com. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend about Selfish and make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.